This is the Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries here in Bentonville, Arkansas. And uh, I have a special guest with me today. This is a, a local lady uh, who lives in this area, Zyla Brown. Welcome, Zyla. Thank you. And she's uh, she's one of our journey uh, guides. Uh, she's been through the journey and now now guiding other women through it. So, uh, so Zyla, we just wanted to, we love hearing stories and uh you know, just hearing all different ways that God works and all that. And and uh, in, in Revelation, it says they were saved by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. So we like to share testimonies. Yes. So Zyla, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and and a little bit of your, your background before you, you found out about the journey. I was born and raised in St. Louis. Okay. Raised in the Lutheran church, went to Lutheran school, married a Church of Christ preacher, Moved to Arkansas. Um, later, we divorced, and I was married to a man that was more Pentecostal and preaching. Uh-huh. So I've had a lot of confused background. Okay. And I would ask questions, and they would not be able to give me biblical answers. So I just started reading the Bible and looking for the answers myself. I started going to Rogers Christian Church in 2018, and the very first Sunday that I went, I saw on the list of boards for their Sunday school classes, Journey to the Inner Chamber. I signed up, wasn't a member of the church there. I just wanted to get involved in that and learn more, Mm -hmm. and that was my first time to do the journey, and it changed my life completely. And I've done another journey group with Gina Fransky, uh-huh. and now am guiding my own group. Okay, okay. So um, you were just visiting this church, Rogers yes. Christian Church, and, <laughs> so, and just were checking out what classes they had to offer and yes. all that. So they had a did they have a six week Discussion. They had the nine meet the nine month study. Oh, the whole thing they was were offering. Up. Okay. And even though I wasn't a member there, had never been there before. I thought, I want to know more. I want to learn more. Yeah. And this may be just what I'm looking for. What I need. Do you remember how they described it? Because I mean, if you just heard "Journey to the Inner Chamber," you might not be too sure what that's all about, right? But... They really didn't describe it. Mm-hmm. Except learning to know God better. Okay. And through my my past, I knew who God was. I knew who God is, but I didn't know God. And through the journey, I have gotten to know God mm. and abide in Christ and learn to draw closer and okay. closer. So you'd, you'd read the Bible before. You said you were seeking yes. answers in the Bible, but you had different doctrines in your head, like yes. uh, high church, more Lutheran, pretty formal, and Pentecostal, which is kind of the <laughs> other end of the spectrum sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. Church of Christ, which is very 
strict in mm-hmm. many ways. Yeah. I mean, they all have great parts. You know, Rocky always <laughs> says that he learned different key elements of his faith life from different denominations, you know, like, in, so he was focused on the positive and the things that he loved about different denominations. But, you know, we've all been exposed to a lot of different things. So, mm-hmm. But for you, you were searching. You were searching for something more. Yes. I had been going to a church for several, for a couple of years and realized I was going for the wrong reason. So I quit going and it took several months before one of the ladies that lives in the community that I live in goes to Rogers Christian Church and I asked her if I could go with her one Sunday. Okay. Okay. And then that's what led you to this class. So Mm -hmm. you just joined in and went through the whole nine months. Yes. Wow. Yes. So how many? Paul David was the one that led Ah. the journey. Oh, we the did. first time. Okay. Was it a women's group or a couple's Couple, group? It was a mixed group. Okay. That was before it was divided into men, women, or couples. It was just a mixed group. Okay. So just said whoever was interested. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, because sometimes we think about it just for men, just for women, but couples or whatever, you know. So didn't matter. No. This was hungry people that wanted to go. And Paul's right. a great leader, Oh, he too. is. He yeah. is. The British accent makes him sound smarter, too. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's from South Africa. Yes. Yeah, so he, yeah, he's a great one of our great leaders. So. Yes, he and his wife are a, are a very special couple. Oh, yeah. So um, what were some of the things, I mean, you, you mentioned a few already, of just learning to abide and all that. Is there any watershed moments where you said, oh, my gosh, that makes sense now or anything? Any light bulbs that went off that you can think of or... Or turning points? I struggled a lot through my first time in the journey, especially where the Holy Spirit section was concerned. Okay. I didn't seem to be able to catch on to what it was about. And then the second time when I went through Gina's group, Mm -hmm. it made more sense. And I learned more. And this time I bought a new manual because I didn't want any of the other two to influence. I'm going through this group with the girls in my group from the, you know, we started at the beginning. And it's like I'm going through it for the first time. And I'm learning more this time than I have before. Yeah. I think leading the group having to guide the group and study the material and be prepared to, to guide the discussion has helped me to get even deeper yeah. into oh, yeah. it. This is your first time guiding now yes. this year? Okay. Yeah. Yes. And Gina's group was a women's group. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And we did that one on Zoom, but I'm doing a live group. Yeah. Well, so, so that's been going well? Yes. Has it? We've lost several ladies, but we've got... The ones that are there that are staying with it are hungry. Yeah, yeah. And there tends to be some attrition in a journey group. Just mm-hmm. People just have good intentions in the beginning and then they get busy or, or it starts getting too intense. You know, mm-hmm. got the Holy Spirit starts showing you things you don't want to see. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So um, so let's back up a little bit in your story. So in uh, St. Louis was your upbringing and all that. Was, yes. Yes. And, and I know, or I don't know everything about the Lutheran Church, but uh, 
they tend to do uh, infant baptisms and then confirmation, don't they? Kind of yes. like the Catholic Church or the confirmation is in an older time frame, like seventh or eighth grade. Yeah. Than in the Catholic Church, but they do the infant baptism, and then when you are in the, I think it was the eighth grade, we went through confirmation class. And when we were confirmed, then we were allowed to start taking communion. Okay. So did you feel like you had a relationship with Jesus at that point in eighth grade or whenever that was? I thought I did, Uh but I didn't realize until later that I really didn't. In fact, I think once I started in the journey group was when I realized that I never really had the relationship that I thought I had. Mm. Like I said, I knew who Jesus was. I knew who God was. And I knew who the Holy Spirit was. But now I can pray to the Holy Spirit and he will lead me and give me what I need. Mm -hmm. And it surprises me the things that come that will come out Mm -hmm. like the letters we did for the men before the summit. Yeah. I prayed for before each one and gave a different scripture and a different message Mm. to each man. I don't know those men. Yeah. Yeah. I've never met them, never talked to them, but the Holy spirit knows those men yeah, and gave me the words to say to encourage them. And let me explain that for those who don't know what we're talking about. So we had our leadership summit, which most of you heard Rocky and I talk about, we had in September and we wanted to have a great prayer covering over it. And one of our prayer leaders, uh, Eric Pate, um, he had a thought that he would like um, every person prayed over and he wanted he and he he preferred that the people praying for him didn't even know them, mm-hmm. and so most people didn't. And this was men and women intercessors, and they were just instructed. You guys were instructed to pray over the person and ask the Holy Spirit what they need to hear, how to encourage them, what scripture they need to hear, what word they need to hear. And so you were one of those ladies that that yes. did that. So so how many men did you pray for? Four. Four, and God just. You didn't know it. You just went into it with an open mind and... And prayed to the Holy Spirit before I did it. And the words just just flowed mm. on paper. Wow. Wow. Did you, Have you gotten any feedback from any of the guys yet? I mean, it, the guys didn't know who the people were praying right. for them. It was kind of anonymous, but sometimes feedback got, got around or something. But I have not gotten any. Okay. Uh, Jamie may have, but I have not... Yeah, Jamie Lynn was coordinating all that. Yes. Yeah, so she might have gotten some email back. I I heard a lot of the men. I know this say they were blown away by the letters that they got. So yours might have been one of them. I don't know, but um, yeah, they were just blown away. Like somebody was reading their mail. Like somebody knew exactly what they needed to hear <laughs> at that moment. You know, so that was pretty neat. So that's but that's an example of yeah of. This walk with Christ is not about just going to church or just head knowledge. You know, it's about an interactive relationship right. with, with the Holy Spirit, right? With God uh, through His Son Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, through His Word, right? And that it's a living, active thing, right? Yes. I mean, yeah. And that's something I never 
realized before was even possible mm-hmm. until going through the journey. Mm. That's awesome. That is awesome. So, um, so you got some, and then you didn't. You felt like you needed to go through it one more time. So you went through Gina's group, and was there anything new through that? You said you learned the, you understood the Holy Spirit better in that second yes. time through. Yes. Okay. Which is a good. I'm glad you bring it up because. Um, I used to think, well, everyone needs to go through the journey and then immediately go into guiding, you know, and if they don't do it, then we failed somehow or another. I don't think that way anymore because I think there's so much to get that sometimes people just get a little bit of what they need to get. And it, it's no sin to go through it again a second time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then what happened with you is now then you're ready to lead. Right. Right. After going through it the second time. So. Right. So tell me about guiding. What Tell me what that's like for you. Challenging at first because I have never done that before. Mm-hmm. I haven't led a group like that and was not sure that I would be able to do it. My co-guide is fantastic. Um, and there are times that the Holy Spirit just lets her take over and lead the girls. We have an age group from in the 20s, our oldest person was 80. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so we had, sev- you know, we have several different ages oh, of yeah. ladies in there. And she relates to the younger women because a lot of them are her friends. Mm-hmm. I can relate to the older women mm-hmm. because I'm a mother, they're mothers. And we had, we have two mother-daughter groups. Mm. Couples in our group. Oh, really? Two yes. two different sets. Oh, wow, yes. that's awesome. Well, you know, I've I've there's there's a scripture in like it's either in Timothy or Thessalonians when Paul's instructing the church, and he talks about that his desire that the older men would get with the younger men and the older women would get, you know, and I've always thought that was a beautiful admonition, but one that I didn't see practice very often. Yes, you know, and 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 I've, I remember talking to some guys years ago, and they said. Well, the older men feel like, well, those younger people don't care what I have to say. You know, they, they're going to do their own thing anyway. And then younger men feel intimidated, like to approach an mm-hmm. older, you know. So I love to hear that that's happening. You didn't plan it that way. No, but it's just, no it just happened that way. And to get to the classroom we use, we have to go through another room where there is another class taking place. And after our first meeting, Several people in that other class asked me what we were doing in there. They said all of the ladies came out of there that looked so happy and so excited. And they said, what is going on? And we've been asked that several times because we have a lot of laughter. We have a lot of of discussion and People are always asking, what are you doing in that group? And it gives us an opportunity to explain the journey and influencers Mm, to the others. And hopefully we can get more of the the ladies interested. Is this at the same church or is this? um... We meet at Rogers Christian Church. Okay. Okay. But there are only three of us that are members there and the others are from different different churches that come in and meet with us there. 
Yeah. It sounds to me like they're seeing the fruit of the spirit in you yes. guys. Love and joy and, you know, yes. all that peace. And they're thinking, man, I want some of that. <laughs> Whatever that is, I want some of that. That's awesome. Well, that's great. Well, um, so we've had a lot of discussions in leadership lately about the women and how this is really a growing movement within influencers. Yes. One that was never predicted. Rocky really wrote the material for men. He thought this was a men's thing all mm-hmm. along because he was an ex-athlete and thought he knew men pretty well, you know, and he does. Um, but he couldn't stop what the Holy Spirit wanted to do. He wasn't trying to stop it. It, it just it, it went from men and then these men were married and then their wives said, hey, you're a different person. You know, I, yes. I kind of like these ladies you, <laughs> you just talked about. They wanted to know more about what is this? How can, can we go through it? You know, mm-hmm. and uh, and now women, lots of women have gone through it. So so do you see this? Obviously, I think you do. Tell me about that. I mean, you think this is a tool that it works great with women. I mean, you've seen it. Yes. You've done it twi- three, yes. your third this time. This is my third time. And my daughter has seen voice when I went to visit her in October. I went to California to see her. And she said that I'm different. Okay. And she said, your attitude toward things is different Mm. than it was before. And I said, it's because of God. Wow. So that she's just seeing the fruit that Mm -hmm. we talked about. Yeah. Yes. So does it feel like it's a men's material? Like when you're reading the stories and stuff like that, does it feel like it's a male slanted thing to you or to the ladies? No. Yeah. I feel like it applies to both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It applies to everybody. Yeah. People like the Gabe character that he writes about. And oh, all yes. That. You know, everybody <laughs> likes that. You know. So, uh, and, you know, he mentions Gabe's wife and there's some other things in some of the stories that allude to that. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've never heard a woman tell me that, oh, you need to change the curriculum and all that stuff. I think at first they thought it would need to be changed, but... It seems to work. It so, does. Yeah. It does seem to work. Yeah. Because because the main journey is the Bible. Yes. Is, is God's word and everything like that. So, um, yeah. So it's going to be fun to see where this goes. Um, we're hope, mm. we're planning to have a leadership summit for the women. Yes. Uh, like we did for the men next April. We're making some arrangements on that right now. So I assume you'll be there, Zyla. Oh, yes. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. And and we, and just like we've seen with the men, we think God is going to raise up ladies in different cities, and He already is doing it. You know, there's some mm-hmm. ladies being raised up in Detroit, Michigan, and just talking to a lady before you came in, in over here from Jacksonville, Florida area. Yes, and, I mean it's just amazing uh, how God's doing the work. We're not out recruiting people; He's just sending to us. Right. So, so yeah. Well, great. Well. um, Anything else on your heart that you'd want to share as far as the journey goes or anything? I feel like God sent me to the journey. He sent me to Rogers Christian Church. And like I said, the first thing I saw in regard to a Sunday school class was the journey to the inner chamber Mm -hmm. and the nine-month study. And I thought, nine months is a long time, but I'm signing up and I'm getting involved in this and find out what this is about and get closer to God. And it's it has made a big difference in my life. Well, and and it starts out as just a personal benefit, but yes. then now it's spilling out because he's using you to help these other ladies. Yes. 
And it seems like maybe you found a new purpose, new calling yes. in life. And other men. Because I went to lunch with a friend of mine. And when we got ready to eat, I just reached across the table and took his hand and started praying. And when I, I got through, he said, you're going to be a good influence for me (laughs) because he is seeing what God's doing. Mm -hmm. And I think he is searching. Okay. Yeah. So he's seen the, again, seen the fruit in you and then that, Mm -hmm. yeah, that draws him in and we got lots of guy groups going on around here so we could. But he just moved to Oklahoma. Well, we can get him connected. Oh yeah, over we got there. we got him in Oklahoma too for sure. That's where I come from, you know, over in Tulsa. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you, Zyla, for all you're doing, and it's so exciting to know again another person that just got called into it. You know, yes. I mean, you just happen to be at that church and see that and all that. And there's there's hundreds of stories like that. You know, that how people found their way to it. So mm-hmm. so we just want to keep. Making it available, you know, keep praying and seeing where God where God takes it. So, so uh, you're part of our Tuesday morning prayer group. Yes, that we do. And and if you don't know this, every Tuesday morning, six fifteen to seven fifteen Central Time, I'm talking to our listeners out there. Um, we have an open prayer meeting, so any of you all are welcome to come. We announce it every Monday if you get our daily abide email with with the Zoom link. But uh, we would love for any of you out there who are who have a desire to pray. Uh, we come together for an hour, and uh, we usually start with about a 10 or 15-minute little what we call a nugget of just a truth out of God's Word or something somebody's showing somebody, and then we pray together, and it's just an open prayer time. People can pop in and out. On, it's over Zoom. Um, so anyway, Zyla, you're part of this, and uh, I asked you to give the nugget yes, a few weeks thought, ago. Oh, why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> And you did a fantastic job. And so I, I, it was so moving that that was part of why we wanted to interview you was to have you share your nugget with everybody out there. So the Holy Spirit gave me this. Yeah. So would you share your nugget with our listeners at the, as because we close up? I prayed about it and I, I asked him, what scripture do I need to use about prayer mm-hmm. and give me the words that I need for this nugget? And the verse I was given was 1 Thessalonians 5.17. Pray without ceasing. Uh-huh. Without ceasing, never give up, never stop. What happens if we cease praying? If we stop praying, if we gradually start slowing down, slower and slower until finally we stop, we become dormant, stagnant, hopeless, empty, useless, frustrated, angry, bitter, unloving, and maybe even unlovable. Or, like walking through a long airport terminal, you can't see where you need to be yet and your legs are getting tireder and tireder. The bag you carry or pull gets heavier and heavier. You go slower and slower and slower. You want to stop, give up, sit down, or lay down and rest. Just forget it. I'm tired and I can't go another step. But if I stop, I'll miss the plane. I won't reach my destination, my loved one or home. You stop, don't move forward or backward or sideways. You just give up and stop. You look for help, but no one's there. 
no one to carry your bag or assist you with a ride to the gate you need. You look around and no one even looks toward you or at you. You think, now what? How do I get to that gate that still seems so far away? Why won't someone help me? I know I look tired, anxious, and concerned. I won't get there in time. Why is everyone ignoring me and going away? Then in a time of need, you remember to pray. Praying reminds you that you aren't alone. The only one that matters is right there beside you. He gives your legs, your body, the strength you need to move forward, one slow step at a time. You talk with him and you step a little faster. The bag becomes lighter as he helps lift the burden. Now you can see your destination with relief knowing you won't miss the plane after all. You can get to the gate where rest awaits you. You sit with a sigh, a smile, and a prayer of thanks. Now you realize how you manage to continue forward. Just a simple prayer of help me, Lord. I can't do this alone. Never stop praying because God is always with you. Everywhere you go, everywhere you look, thank him that every branch on a tree reaches up toward God. As Isaiah 55, 12 says, the mountains and hills shall break forth in singing and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Pray prayers, pray praise, pray in need, pray thanksgiving, pray for others, pray God's will be done, pray singing, pray laughing, pray crying, pray on your knees, pray standing, pray sitting, Pray with your hands raised to God. Pray with your face to the ground. Pray in bed. Pray, I love you, Lord. Pray in worshiping, however, whenever, wherever. But pray. Pray without ceasing. Never stop praying because God never stops listening. <laughs> That's beautiful, Zyla. <clears throat> Thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. All right. Well, um, this has been the Influencers Network podcast. I've had my uh, guest today has been Zyla Brown. She's a local uh, influencer here in Northwest Arkansas and helping with the, the ladies groups here. And so we are so, so happy to have you, Zyla. Thank you. If you'd like to hear more of our podcasts, you uh, go to our website, influencers.org, and we have a whole page of podcasts. But uh, you can also go to wherever you watch podcast or listen to podcasts, uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever we were out there on those as well. So we have all sorts of topics and testimonies and all that. So anyway, uh, you've been listening to the Influencers Network podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig, and I'm the executive director for Influencers Global Ministries, encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you.